Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Cass here once again for Say Less. I hope you all staying safe out there. Thank you guys for subscribing through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, YouTube. We are everywhere. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at Say Less with Kaz, Twitter at Say Less with Kaz. Uh, we're going to start uh, populating that YouTube page. So you can go to youtube.com slash Kazim and, uh, you know, we can get right to it. It's WrestleMania week, man, and it's going to be a WrestleMania week like no other uh, in the past. It's been crazy with everything happening with COVID-19 and uh, live events and putting people away from large crowds. But the show will go on. And um, speaking of the show going on, I figured it would be a great time to catch up with my good friend, my good buddy. His name is Ricochet. He is the former WWE United States champion, former NXT North American champion, but by far he is one of the most incredible sports entertainers, pro wrestlers, high flyers I've ever seen and most people have ever seen. He's gotten, you know, big ups from legendary wrestlers like Rey Mysterio, The Rock, Edge. He's a one of a kind athlete. And, you know, anytime I show somebody who doesn't really watch professional wrestling or is into professional wrestling, this guy's athletic prowess. They're just like, wow. So we're going to catch up with him on this episode. Uh, he's got to go back with a long, long time. So kick back, relax. Emilio, hit the fucking music. All right, man. So my guy Ricochet, brother, it is WrestleMania week. But it's, not, it's a WrestleMania week like no other, man. How are you I feeling? No other before. <laughs> How are things, bro? Uh, man, I mean, they're not bad at all, really. I mean, considering with all the bad that's happening in the world, like, as far as me specifically, like, and I mean, it's, it's going all right. Not too bad. Nice, nice. I mean, uh, you, you guys put on a hell of a match last weekend, uh, last week, rather, with uh, Cedric uh, Andrade and, and Angel oh, Garza. Yeah. I don't know if that was last week or it was taped last week. Well, I don't know, but it was overall last yeah. week, and y'all y'all burned that shit to the ground. Um, man, with everything going on, I know it's been a long time since you performed in an empty arena. So, h- how is that like? Um, honestly, like it's 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 really not bad for me specifically. I mean, um, of course. Like having that crowd out there and feeling the energy of that crowd, and that's literally the reason why I put my hand in the air because I'm like gathering the energy from the crowd, kind of. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, it, 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 it's it's not that, but I mean, as far as me, like I knew there's still people that are gonna be watching, and I know all, all four of us really like we knew people were gonna watch it, so we went out there and we wanted to like just kind of give you know the best match we can, and they gave us three segments, so like we were like, all right, let's go out there and let's you know let's crush this, let's do this. Yeah, and y'all did, man. It was it was a hell of a match. Probably, in, in my opinion, probably the best of the uh, empty arena matches that I've seen <laughs> uh, in the past couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, it's WrestleMania week coming up, man. Um, you know, last year was your first WrestleMania, and it kind of... It feels like everything kind of came so fast, right? It feels like you were in NXT for a little bit, and then you got called up really quickly, and then oh, next thing you know, you're at WrestleMania. So, so take me back to last year, and uh, that whole whirlwind of an experience was that for you? Um, it was exactly what you just said. It was a world a whirlwind of experience, you know, just going on at once the whole weekend, you know, because they kind of just threw me in. 
uh, with, you know, I had access and then we had like signings and we had to get ready for the match and stuff. It was, uh, it was a, it was a, a task. That's for sure. Yeah. But, um, I had a talk with edge in the locker room and edge told me, he's like, you need to just, although he goes, it is busy. It is quick. He's like, you got to stop and you got to, you got to take the time to kind of remember everything that's happening because he goes, and you know, a couple months from now, he's like, you're going to be like, Oh yeah. WrestleMania went and passed. You know what I mean? So, uh, he was like, yeah, you got to stop. He's like, just remember to like, kind of take, take it in. You know what I mean? He's like, cause it's your first one. He's like, it's going to be amazing. He's, he's like, so, so when you, when you get out there, he goes, just stop, take a minute and just kind of let it all, you know, sink in. And I, I tried to do that as much as possible. And it really did. Like, it's always going to be something that I'm going to remember for forever. I can remember my first one for sure. So t- tell me a little bit about, I mean, it's got to be crazy now getting that advice from Edge last year. And, you know, now he's he's back, you know what I'm saying? And uh, back at WrestleMania and, uh, uh, you know, WrestleMania, I guess we'll never forget. Too big for one weekend or too big for one night. Um, what was, you know, the Royal Rumble was crazy. Uh, so talk to me about that day. Uh, how much did you know? Because I, I know how things go when when things are super kayfabe back there. So I can imagine uh, a lot of the people shocked back there. But uh, what was what was your reaction to seeing Edge uh, come back at the Royal Rumble? Um, yeah. Uh, so they they did a good job of like keeping it pretty secret to everybody, uh, even in going into the match. Like they they did it in like little sections. Right. You know what I mean. So like first second third second whatever. Um, and, uh, the, the, the first actual section was like everybody, but Edge wasn't there. Um, then the, the second section, like the third section and like, so we, 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 we didn't even really know. I didn't know until like I saw the guy and I was like, oh wow, I didn't even know. So, um, I think it's pretty cool, especially like we go a full year last year to WrestleMania and I'm just sitting in the locker room talking with him, you know, not expecting anything, mm-hmm. and, which is just crazy to me in general. And I'm sitting here talking to Edge, a guy that I've just been watching forever, which is nuts to me. So either way, uh, so we just chilling in the locker room and he's talking to me and I'm just, you know, literally taking it all in, you know, just like trying to, you know, take in any type of advice like he can give me, you know, I mean, that's the guy he's done it all. So, you know, right. he's just, I'm going to listen to everything he's got to say. But yeah, man. So I mean, now we've seen you know everything that you've been through uh, these past two years on the main roster, and uh, I guess like me and you, we kind of have like a not a weird relationship, but like a funny relationship because I remember the first time I actually got to see you in person, we were like literally in a barn. Like I think it was like I think so. Yeah, I think it was Mia Wale that came to come see you. I want to say in. Was it, God, San Diego, I think? It had to be around Mania 31, I think, in, the, in, um, in Santa Clara or something. And I remember you came and you were singing, like, Lotus Flower Bomb during the match and shit. And like, oh, you know what? I think it was, uh, was it San Jose? San Jose, yes, yes. It was San Jose. I think, like, Rich Swan was there. Uha was there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Swan Apollo was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy, man. So, I mean, you know. That was forever ago. It was forever ago. I know. That weekend, me and Apollo, we wrestled Austin Aries and Roderick Strong in a tag match before Evolve one night. Jeez. I think one night I wrestled PJ Black, Justin Gabriel. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I think it was the same. It was the same. It was the same WrestleMania with, with, with the Seth cash in. So I'm just saying, like we got, we go back, right? I remember seeing him a long time. That's the whole point of saying that. So like, you know, just the journey that you've been on, man. Because it's rare that like indie guys not just you know make it from you know performing in barns to performing at WrestleMania, but they also get to keep their name, and you know people kind of could follow that journey all throughout. How important was it for you to keep? The same name that you started with, you know, all the way up until now. I mean, for me, I, at first I didn't even like the name Ricochet. I <laughs> Ricochet because it came the day of the show. Yeah. And one my we we didn't have names yet. And yeah. Then one of my friends, they were like, "Okay, well, you're Kevin, um, Kevin." And then they looked around. They were like, "Oh, they saw the cat, and the cat's name was Hobbs." <laughs> and I, and they were, they were like then they looked at me and they're like have you got a name yet and i was like oh damn i don't want to be kevin hobbs so I, thought, I was like yeah i would be ricochet because i had a couple written that written down yeah but uh i didn't have anything that stuck and i didn't want to be kevin hobbs so i just picked it oh uh, yeah that, kevin hobbs would have sounded terrible bro what was it? but uh <laughs> after the after a couple of years i really started to like it because it was different than everybody had like a like a two-name name. So yeah. I just had one, boom, like, Ricochet was cool. It was different. And then um, even when, so, and then when I got, when I when I got signed, they asked me to, like, give them some names just in case we couldn't keep it. Um, what were some of the names? I love hearing, I love hearing some of that stuff. Do you got anything off top oh, of that? Hey, what were they? Um, <laughs> funny enough, because I was a big, like, I was, like, you know, obviously a big Spider-Man fan. Spider-Man fan. Yeah. But, um, uh, I am a little darker complexion. So I, had, <laughs> I, had, uh, I had a lot of things with Miles. Miles was one. Okay. Uh, uh, like, it's funny enough because now, like, we had a, a couple. Because my son's name is Cameron, so like, Miles Cameron, Cameron Miles was one. Okay. Uh, we had. I had a whole list. I wish I could. Go, I, I would try to go back and find that list. But there was. I had like a good nine names that I liked. I had a couple other ones too, Eli something. <laughs> uh, I yeah. had a couple different ones. Now, now you know when it comes to, to to the names, right? Like it always feels like you know you kind of taking uh, inspiration from what you want your character to be, and it feels yeah. like your character Ricochet is like you know the, the whole thing is superheroes are real, and you know making sure that you're, you're the one and only. It sounds very like comic book style. Like talk to yes. me a little bit about like you know how comic books has inspired your style and uh, inspired a lot of your character. Well, I mean, I mean, just. Growing up, like obviously, I was a big, I was a fan of superheroes, with like Spider Man, I was Superman, you know, all these like the Flash. Like I was a, a big, you know, I'm a big fan of superheroes growing up, and so. Um, Is that Chance the Crapper in the back? What was that? <laughs> Is that Chance the Crapper in the back? <laughs> it is Chance the Crapper. <laughs> so uh, Chance, so what's up? <laughs> there he is. But um. No, so like just being a fan of that, and obviously like my style is very dynamic. It's very high, high energy. You know what I mean. So, um, I, I and I feel like especially in the wrestling world, like wrestlers, superstars, I will say, and like comic book heroes kind of coincide. And they go like they go together. Like the, the stories that are telling in these comics are the same stories that we can tell live action. You know what I mean. So I, I figure like especially like. Someone like me, I, I'm not six foot, 
I don't know what, six foot three. I'm not six foot nine. 280 pounds, looking like, you know, like Drew McIntyre or something. Not, obvi- and it's like, obviously, I'm not the biggest dude out there, bro. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, I got to, you know, take my, my, my inspiration from like Spider-Man, from Nightwing, from, you know, Flash guys who aren't like the biggest, strongest dudes, but they're quicker, they're agile, you know what I mean? And it just works perfect, you know, especially like in the WWE when you have guys like Drew McIntyre and Samoa Joe and, you know, all these huge dudes. So, you know what I mean? Like it, it is different. So I just decided, you know, that's where I kind of got the inspiration from that because they kind of just go together. Like it's two peas in a pod there, brother. Yeah, absolutely, man. I always, I always said like pro wrestlers are like comic book heroes, but they still have to go home and be regular people afterwards. You know what I mean? Like our bodies just hurt real bad. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell. There's no uh, that they don't just erase the pain or, or put erasers to whatever you guys do uh, after you fall off a thirty foot ladder or something. But uh, no, but like I said, it's um, some of that stuff is like the fun stuff. I'm like, I was just watching the other day of. Yeah, I think it was something from an, an old clip in Japan from a company called Toriumon. Okay. And this, this guy, like, tried to slide through dude's legs, but dude caught him and picked him up. And I thought he was going to land on his face, but the dude just ends up slamming him on his neck. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like, it's crazy. But, like, sometimes I kind of miss, like, doing some crazy stuff like that. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, listen, time, people like, see you like, now. That's, just, that's what I think is fun. And I don't even know why I think that stuff is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I remember like uh, I, I would come watch you at NXT or I'd come watch some of your matches or whatever and I would, I would literally text you or I'll DM you or I'll tweet you like bro just don't die tonight like you gotta make it memorable for the fans you know what I mean that's really I don't know what it is yeah I mean bro like I know people watch you now and uh, you know even in NXT, stuff that you do has blown people away. But on the independent scene, I mean, you still, you were breaking out double moonsaults and jumping off of 500, like, 40-foot ladders and just... Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. The wild, wild west out there. Yeah, I mean, all right, so, so tell me about that, man. Like, I know when you come to NXT and, uh, you know, you made your name everywhere. You made your name in Japan. You made your name in Lucha Underground. And, you know, your name rung bells. You are the most in-demand high flyer in the world, right? You and, like, Will Ospreay. So it comes to it comes to the point where you're, you're there at the WWE. Um, what do they tell you about your style? Are they saying, like, hey... Do all that crazy stuff we want you to do it, or is, is there anything? Funny, actually. Um, yeah, go it's ahead. Really funny. Um, so, like, I'm trying to, and not and not just there, but like really everywhere. But especially like getting there, people, everyone's, you know, it's like, oh, you gotta like save your stuff, whatever, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Right. But then, like, especially when I got every, every Monday, they were like, "Hey, you doing a six thirty tonight?" I'm like, "No, I ain't doing it." <laughs> the six thirty looks like it hurts both stuff. of you. I'm trying to save my stuff. Yeah, can you do six thirty? No. <laughs> but um, like really, like honestly, since I've really not had to change anything, any, yeah. any changes or anything that's really been like big changes as far as my style and things go, like it's really, you know what I mean. Obviously, like obviously, like and there's like different places on the card. Like if I'm you know, segment one or like not, so one or two of the night, say I got segment two and three or something. I can't, you know I mean? I can't go out there and do everything. You know what I mean? So it's like, but every, like as far as like changes and stuff, like 
it's all been me. Like they really haven't, they haven't slowed me down at all. I mean, like, especially like, cause like NXT, like we had more takeover. So it's like more time to like show what you can do. You know what I mean? And, um, when I go out there, like I would pitch something and they would be like, Oh, can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> so they, they, they didn't like, like the double moons out of the cage. That was my idea. My fir- the very first thing I think I ever did on NXT TV was like a double springboard shooting star to the outside. You know what I mean? So I yeah, I think it was it was the TV. NXT it was the the North American title ladder match, yeah, correct? The ladder match. And that was your debut, yeah. And then even as far as Raw, I'm doing like Sasuke specials to the outside. I'm doing I'm do I'm doing everything. It's like so everything is like any any slowdown or any changes that's been made to my style has all been me kind of trying to save my body for, you know, 10 years of 10 more years of doing this potentially. Right. Right. I mean, you've, you've kind of been like one of the WWE's Iron Man ever since you've gotten, you know, onto the main roster. I mean, you went from, you know, in a tag team or just kind of thrown in as far as a debut to like being on show every single week and not really getting, you know, much, much, uh, time off, man. Like how's been, how's that? Uh, yeah. You got the, you got the, the live events, you got, uh, you know, you, you're on TV every damn week. And I don't think you've, I mean, you know, outside of like main events, I don't think you've missed a week since I think you've been called up. How's that, uh, increasing workload been like for you on your body? it was just crazy everything was just happening at once um it was um i think it was kind of like not getting to me but it was definitely a lot on my body uh but uh there was a point i think it was from like halloween all the way to like early december like i didn't even work out once i didn't even like not go to the gym i didn't even think about working out because i was just so like drained i was like oh my god i'm tired Mm. Uh, so I didn't even go to the gym, but I think not going to the gym, cause it's like, you're burning the candle at both ends. Like you're giving all you got to this, but then you're also going to the gym and giving all you got. So you're not getting much sleep. You know what I mean? Burning the candle at both ends. That's just not good. So I was like, you know what? I work out every freaking day. I eat, I eat really healthy. So it's like for this month and a half, I'm just going to like not worry about it. And it actually, I think that, that then kind of got me back good you know what i mean it was weird but i think it was what i needed yeah i mean uh, but then, uh even early this year like i was really only doing raws they didn't really have me on a lot of the house shows so that helped me out a lot too so uh this year was was gonna be you know it was gonna be more relaxed than last year i think well i guess uh you know it is more relaxed than last year i mean by you know <laughs> now it is yeah sure. i mean you know i don't think we really had any choice in that matter everything's got to be more relaxed yeah, but uh yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, a lot of people could could use a little bit of the time off, man. But, uh, you know, just being on TV, I mean, being as a guy who, you know, has carried a lot of the workload for the past year to still being called on to deliver matches on, on Raw every week, even with no audience. I mean, you know, what do you think the future holds post-WrestleMania as far as, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not sure if you're scheduled for a match at the moment. We're taping Monday uh, morning. On, uh, you know, I think, what's today? Today is the 29th, right? So, yeah. Taping Monday morning, no, 30th, sorry. So, uh, so you are not you don't have a match currently at WrestleMania, right? Um, currently, I do not. Currently, you do not. Um, if that does hold, 
Um, what is the future hold for you post WrestleMania? Because it always seems like this could be sort of a hard reset for a lot of the storylines and the crowd and a lot of the characters. Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually I'm 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 very interested to see what's going to happen with everything that's going on after Mania. But I mean, if if, if the things kind of start going back to like normal and we start doing stuff again, like I'm really interested to see where me and Cedric can take this thing. I feel like. We had we had our first match together. Like that was our first time ever in the ring with each other, except for maybe once. Maybe we've been in the ring with each other ever. So um, I'm really excited. I'd like to see where that goes because I think we could really kick it up a notch. I think we could be something different. We could be new. We could be dynamic. We could be we could be something cool. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. Absolutely. I was watching the match the other day, and you know, I know they had they had announced the Street Profits and. Uh, Garza and Andrade, and I'm just sitting there like, you should probably toss these two in the match too because I mean I know they I have a tag. Yeah, just just slide them in there. I'm trying to see if I got any connects back there. Like, hey, you might want to throw these two into that tag match and make that Real a triple threat. So, um, I think I think we could be well, I think we could be something cool. So if, if things start going back, I mean I mean I'd like to explore that and see what what damage we can do. So what's your what's your relationship with Cedric like, man? I mean, I know you guys. Oh, Cedric, my homeboy. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. Yeah, when I first got when I first was up here, like me, Cedric, and Lindsay, we would travel every weekend together. Mm-hmm. You know, we wake up, go to the gym, get something to eat, go to the show, drive up to the show. You know, just hang out. You know what I mean? So yes, uh, and I've known him since the Indies and stuff. So uh, yeah, Cedric's my homeboy. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it seems like. You know, with yourself uh, and Cedric, I mean, like, you guys are, are an incredible, like, sort of hybrid sort of athlete right now. And it's kind of seems what like... I'm saying. I think we could be very different because a lot of the teams, especially in WWE, I think a lot of the teams are, they're either two, like, big guys or it's like, you know, a big guy and small guy, like Big E, Kofi, you know, Gallows, right. Anderson, Dawkins, right. Ken. It's like big guy, small guy combinations, you know what I mean? I was like, but, like, me and Cedric, like, we are both, we're very similar as far as like style goes stylistically. And so we can like, we could, you know, in and out, boom, 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 hit you at, you know, any angle at any time, anywhere. If you're outside of the ring, inside the ring, wherever, you know, we can, we can get you, bam. So I feel like we could be, we could be very different. I agree. I mean, that seems like a really, uh, I'm thinking like some sort of superhero tandem type of like Black Panther, Killmonger, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Peter Parker type of deal. Like Mike Lowry and Mike. Yeah, like also Bad Boys too. shit. Like, I could really pull that off, man. Yeah, see what we can do. Yo, I'm telling you, like I get the silky shirts together, you know what I mean, doing the slow motion entrances with sunglasses on. I'm telling you, I'm seeing the vision right now. I'm seeing the vision, and I like it. I like it. Something for sure there. Absolutely. Uh, man, you've been compared to a lot of um, high flyers, but the one guy you're most compared to the most, and I know you've spoken about it at length before, is uh, Rey Mysterio. And, you know, he's always been the guy who's gone above and beyond to, like, give you praise and give you props as, like, you oh, know, man. the next him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, when it comes to Rey Mysterio, man, I know you, you, you soaked up a lot of game from Edge last year when you got to meet him, but what was, you know, I know you've worked with Ray before WWE, but when he got back oh, yeah. and you were on the, the main roster, what was kind of the game that you soaked up from him? Because I know he's a guy who gives it out a lot. Oh, man, dude, Ray, Ray is that dude, bro. Ray, like, he, he's like a legend in every sense of the word, you know what I mean? And just one of, like, 
the nicest people I've ever met, ever. And uh, that's something that I think everybody could take away from Ray Mysterio because Ray, like, Ray is a little, he's done everything. You know what I mean? Like, Ray done it all. And if there was anybody in the world that wanted to be, like, a jerk or wanted to, like, just be rude or whatever, it could be Ray. And we would be like, you know what? That's Ray because he's done it. It's all right. He's he's a jerk, but it's Ray. You know what I mean? Right. But he's not. He's the nicest dude in the world. He he, he literally gave me the hoodie off of his back. And I didn't even <laughs> ask for the I, I just said the hoodie was cool. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you want it? I was like, no, nah, no. Nah, you know what I mean? He's like, here, have it. I'm like, no, here, take it. He's like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So that's something I think any everybody should take away from him, you know, for the first part. But also, yeah, dude is so, like, he helped me a lot. Like I said, like, especially Lucha Underground, um, that, that match that we had, he, that, that match, like, kind of changed my life, bro. That match meant so much to me, just being able to be in the ring with him, share that ring with him. I mean, we got to be a tag team before that, mm. but being able to, like, that's, you know, that's... That's Rey Mysterio, bro. You know what I mean? That's like the Michael Jordan, the high flyers. Right, right. So like, uh, and then he's just he's he, he, especially because he's worked with everybody. So like, he's got he's got like a good mind when you're trying to think of things. He knows he just oh let's try this. I'm like all right, yeah, dude, that works perfectly. You know what I mean? And not only that, but he's like willing to go out there and like burn it down for sure. You know what I mean? Like even when we were on the Indies or Lucha or wherever we were at, like. He wanted to like go out there and do some crazy stuff. We had a match in England one time, and uh, it was almost it was like within a week, so within seven days. But it was almost like the twentieth anniversary of him and Eddie from Halloween Havoc. Wow! It was like almost it was like maybe like four or five days, like almost to the day wow. anniversary. Yeah. And so we, we were gonna have this match, and of course, like I'm thinking it, but I ain't saying it. And then he's and then he goes. He's like, "Hey, do you want to do the uh, the the backflip DDT the, from Halloween?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, absolutely, of course I do. Like that's the the first thing I want to do." You know, it was his idea. You know, what I mean, he wanted to do it. You right. Know what I mean? and so I thought that was cool. Like he could have he could have big time you. He could have big time me and been like, "Let me just do some hurricanas and hit you with a six one nine and pin you." You know what I mean? Like. No, but he was like, he wanted to do some stuff. And we did some cool stuff, too. But, um, so, that was always cool to me. And that's, that's something that you just can't, I don't know, you just can't learn. It's just, he was just so willing to, like I said, he, he could have big time me and he could have just done his things. But he, like, wants to go out there and have the best match he can with the person he's out there. And that's, that's just cool. Dude's just Dude's just a boss, man. He's the man. He's the dude, man. He's the dude. Uh, my my time that I the, the small time I've got to work with him backstage, man. Like and 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 work on some promos with him. Like you get it immediately. You're just like there's there's OGs back there, man. And and there's certain dudes where you're just like. You know, when you're going up to hand him a script, it's like going up to meeting like the Don Juan, like the big boss. And it's like, yeah, he got that presence about him. And he's not, like you said, like the wild thing is like he's the smallest guy in the room, but he commands respect from everybody because he gives yeah, it the way he gives it up. You in the room and everyone like you just respect him, everybody. It don't matter who it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, he's the dude, man. One, one of my biggest regrets uh, leaving WWE by the time I did was not getting to work with you. Um, and, yeah, I know. Like, we was always on opposite 
inside. Yeah, like when I was up there, you was on NXT, and like literally, like my first couple of weeks there, I was like still trying to get the hang of stuff, so I was like angling to like go down to NXT and like work I with like really about it. yeah a couple of you guys and stuff and they're like oh well you know we kind of need you for for main roster and then when you go to NXT you gotta like live down there and stuff so I was like all right fine whatever but uh yeah man like it, it's it's one of those things but we did get to to to, to hang out at Wally Mania last year which was really awesome and yeah, really fun um just tell the people a little about your uh a little bit about your experiences there because i know they're they're very bummed that there won't be no wally mania this year but i know bro. i was hyped about that yeah um, i was hyped this year it was gonna be a party bro yeah but, man uh, i've uh, i've been to a couple and dude they're always like dude that's like that is a blast bro that 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 like that whole that whole thing like i don't know who's like I don't know who's putting it together. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Who's <laughs> well, you're, you're talking to him, yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, bro, but, like, that thing is such a blast. And, like, I asked, I appreciate you even having me on last year and what would have been this year. Uh, and the, even last year, I got, like, gotten to be up there with, uh, like, Josiah and, like, he was performing that, uh, that song he made for me. That was pretty cool. Then yeah. Then I to, like, go out there and kind of surprise him and join him. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Like, that was pretty, uh, that was cool. And then, just kind of like have a little Q&A, like Leo was up there, we was just chilling, Booker T sitting over there, I'm like, this is crazy. You know, <laughs> you know what it's like, it's almost like, because I, you know, I always tell people, man, like, I've done all these, like, outside events for, like, All-Star Weekend and, like, Super Bowl and, like, you know, all the X Games and, like, these big sporting weekends, I'm like, WrestleMania doesn't have that for, like, wrestlers where they don't got to be on they can just come and kick it and it's a party and it's a good vibe you know what i mean and it's like i feel like we filled that need over there and especially for like you know wrestlers of color as well you know what i mean because you know there's a lot of us out there that love professional wrestling but you know not that there's anything wrong wrong with hanging with a bunch of you know white dudes all weekend but you know it was awesome (laughs) to just see like you know that (laughs) that 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 demographic kind of come together and 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 it's a different type of energy when we're all in one building together supporting each other partying like good vibes no beef you know what i mean like it's 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 a fun time that's kind of that's literally like the whole like mind state i've been in like for the past like couple months it's just like dude positive eyes only like this is dude this is be cool with each other it's all be cool and then just like you know what i mean like it's it's just a. and then now is a good, especially a good time for everybody to kind of sit back and kind of realize like what's important to them and you know what i mean so um no yeah but that place that dude that's a, it's an energy it's a vibe it's a it's definitely it was a this place to be, and this year was going to be dope. It was going to be so cool. We go, we gonna figure, we gonna figure out a way to make something happen this year. Yeah, we gonna, <laughs> gonna find something else. Absolutely, man. Uh, man, uh, we talked about Rey Mysterio, a legend who who bigged you up a lot, and you've been in the ring with. But a legend that bigs you up a lot that you haven't gotten the ring with, who's one of your biggest fans, is is you know the goat, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, nah, you know, he is a guy that you know has. You know, sung your praises on social media, shouted you out, and you know you make no bones about your uh, you know affiliation or uh, your affection for the Rock and doing the people's moonsault and doing a lot of taking a lot of game from him. Um, Talk to me about uh, y'all's relationship. Like, when's the last time y'all spoken? Uh, Has he given any game to you as far as like how to navigate this entire world? How's that been? Even like getting any type of you know, uh, 
praise or shout out or anything from The Rock is always going to be it's going to be open. Yeah, I've, I've I've definitely been lucky enough to have him, you know, comment about me a couple times. So that's really cool. That's something that's never gonna be old or get old to me because. And I was telling my friends a couple. This is a while back though, but uh, I don't like I don't ever get like starstruck. I don't. Ever, I mean, dude, if there's anyone to get starstruck over, like it's not. Bro, like, and like, I've, I've met a lot of like people that I've. I met a lot of people. Get, I don't ever really get starstruck, but right. I was starstruck the first time I met him. He came to the PC one time, and uh, he was there talking. And I saw I, I talked to him a little bit, and I don't even think I was like making full sentences. With him. <laughs> I really, I was like, I after after we had left that day, I got to the house and I was like, "Dang, I need to meet him again." Because I don't even think I was speaking proper sentences. With that dude. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did meet him again at a. Uh, at a, I want to say a SmackDown, maybe, or was it? I forgot. No, maybe it was uh, a pay per view. Okay. I forgot where. But uh, I think it was when he did that thing with Baron Corbin. Right. So it was uh, SmackDown on Fox, the Fox debut. SmackDown on Fox. That's what I guess. What I thought it was SmackDown right. on Fox. Uh, and I talked to him for a little bit there, and just kind of saying hi, was up. And, uh, actually, funny thing is, the first time that I met him at the PC, I didn't even bring it up. He said it. But um, he had mentioned, because, I mean, years ago, maybe three, four years ago now, I had made, like, an Instagram post about him, like, basically just how, like, he's the man and he's the best. And I look up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, he had said, he goes, hey, also, I want to thank you about that post you had made about me. He's like, that's really cool. And I was like, yo, bro, like, that was, like, four years ago, bro. Like, I mean, I still I still think it, but, like, he didn't have to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he I thought he would have forgot about that by now, but he said that. I, I was like, dude, that's that's cool, man. Like, I thought that was cool. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. But man. then, yeah, I talked to him a little bit at SmackDown, and uh, of course, he was real busy. Everyone's pulling different ways, but I can. But he, dude, yeah, dude's the best. He is. He's, he's the goat. He's the goat for a reason, man. Um, so, the last couple of questions before we head out of here. Uh, you're a big Eagles fan, and uh, you know we, we've gotten to. You got to talk jab back and forth on football teams. My sorry Jets, your uh, less than sorry Eagles. Uh, what do you think of their uh, offseason moves this year, man? Do you think you guys, uh, the NFC East is looking wide open again? Um, what do you look? What do you think your uh, Eagles going to look like this year, pending you know the season starts on time? Pending, yeah. Um, I don't know. I Every year, it's always like, okay, yeah, we're making some moves. We're doing it. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But then we still kind of always end up, like, sucking or something. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm always just waiting until the season starts to really then kind of make an opinion about my Eagles because, man, they'd be – I'd be thinking we're going to be good, and then we just end up not being good. <laughs> or we good through the whole season, and then we suck the last part of the season or something. Yeah, it's like, this year was so weird, weird because, like – no, hell no. I was I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, what? Because, you know, Kirsch, you know, Kirsch back there, Kirsch is the biggest Eagles fan I know and probably next yeah. to you. And, you know, I just see the agony he goes through every single week. And I'm just like, every dude. Week, every year, bro. How did y'all even make it this far? Dude, I was happy. I was like, all right, Eagles, I'm proud of you guys. You guys... We came back for sure. Uh, oh, man. So, um, speaking of football, bro, uh, Brady going to Tampa Bay. Bro. What, what are your thoughts on that, man? Like, I know, 
You know, a lot of people are saying like, you know, this is the best receiving core he's got in a while. I was thinking he's got some he's got some pretty good weapons now. It's like as long as that offensive line can keep him like safe for a couple seconds. Yeah. I think I think they might they might do do some damage. I don't know how the defense about to look. I haven't really kept up on the defense, but I mean, I heard the defense was all right because they was they was seven and nine last year. Uh, yeah. Winston threw like thirty picks, but I mean, they were. Yo, they were, hey, listen, hey, listen. But he threw thirty touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> he's balling, bro. Like, look at his stats. He's like, what, 5,000 yards? Listen, he balled. I ain't, gonna, I ain't taking nothing away from Famous Jameis. <laughs> I'll never take anything away from Famous Jameis. I'm a fan of Jameis. All I'm saying is, uh, with Brady right now, how do you, who do you think is going to do better, the Buccaneers or the Patriots? And granted, we don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Patriots, but who do you think is going to be make better off after this divorce? Um, I don't know, but I know it's going to be an important year for Brady and for Belichick. Mm. It's going to be a very important. I think it's a more important year for Belichick than it is Brady. Oh, why is that? But I don't know. I feel like I don't even know why. I feel like Belichick would have to has to like do well more than Brady has to do well. Right. Like, Brady's kind of already solidified in the game. He's kind of already solidified. And, and I know Belichick's like, coaching, yeah. Get to where he's at. I do get that. Yeah. But I don't know why. I just feel it's like Brady could literally kind of bomb, and everyone's like, oh, it's okay. It's, and it's because, like, he's old. You know what I mean? Like, he's 47 he's years like, yeah, old. Well, how old is he? He's, like, he's, I think he's, he's going to be 43 this year, I think. I was going to say 42, 43. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, bro, like, uh, the, the fact that he's still even going at this age but is, that's the thing. is my like, as, long as, his, as long as that offensive line can keep him safe for a couple seconds, I think – I think they're about to do some damage. Nah, I agree. I agree. I just, you know, I just, you know, I'm an AFC East guy. I'm a Jets fan. So I'm just like, I'm kind of happy to see him go, but I'm like, damn it, not like this. I wanted to take him out first. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, you the Jets. Y'all ain't doing nothing. <laughs> we never do anything. All my, all my team's sad, bro. You know all my team's sad. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Jets fan. I root for the I'm Yankees. I'm a Sixers fan and a... Eagles fan. Well, I mean, you got, I mean, you got Joel Embiid, you got Simmons. I mean, you know, yeah, at least y'all done some things. A lot of people be dogging on Simmons, but I like Simmons. Well, I mean, dude can't shoot, but he does literally everything else you can ask from somebody. You know what I mean? Like, but you got, dude's got to shoot. He's got to at least take them. You know what I mean? I don't care if you make them. He's a hundred points from three point line, bro. (laughs) He's hundred percent, hundred percent range from out there. Yeah. Two shots. Oh man! All right, so uh, let's let's wrap this up with some 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 quick wrestling stuff. I mean, this weekend is WrestleMania. Obviously, it's going to be a you know one for the ages. You know what I'm saying? One way or another. As a fan, man, as a guy who who will probably be watching this for the first time at home or in the back, or whatever. Um, what is the match that you're looking forward to as a fan to watch? Actually, I mean, I am looking forward to the Rhea versus Charlotte match. Mm. I think that's about to be dope. Yeah, I uh, think Rhea Ripley's been, uh, yeah, she's been killing it since she got, yeah. you know, that NXT. Even before she got the NXT, ever since like Survivor Series, she's really yeah, been she's, like on a roll. She's been doing, she's been doing really good, and then like it's WrestleMania and it's Charlotte, so you know she's about to, she's about to do some work too. You know what I mean? She's gonna. And both of them are very, very good, and so like we'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm looking forward to this. And now Triple Threat Tag Team SmackDown match. Yes, uh, the Usos, the New Day, and, and um, Morrison, Miz Morrison. Yeah, and that's Ladders. Fire, ladders, too. Bro. That's, that's going to be good. Oof, man. An empty arena ladder match. I, I never thought I'd see it. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to make it more... More intense, you know what I mean? Like you can't really hide behind like the ooze and the eyes of the crowd. Like I feel like it's gonna be a little bit more bone shattering, a little bit more you know violent because there's no crowd. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I think be, the, the whole no crowd is what's gonna make them want to go out there and you know they know millions of people are still gonna be watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think they're gonna. Great. So I got I got to get your thoughts on on the WWE Championship match, Brock and Drew. Obviously, you had your match with Brock. It didn't go the way you wanted it to go for the <laughs> WWE title. Uh, I, I'd love to get your your um, your prediction on who's going to win that match, and uh, you know, and why. Um, I don't know, man. It's you got Brock. Brock's going to be Brock. He's been Brock since, what, 2002? <laughs> right. Since 2002, he's been Brock. Never never, never slacked one year. I mean, never lost. Right? Never. LeVar Ball undefeated. Lost. Never lost. Uh, um, no, but uh, but Drew's on this. He's on a, he's on a different level right now. He, dude just looks like a freaking monster. Dude's strong. He's stronger than what he knows. He, what he knows. Um, and he's just been, he's, he's been on a, he's been on his path right now. He's, he's doing, I think he's determined, you know what I mean? So, and I've been in, I've been in the ring with both of them. They both hit me real hard. So <laughs> they, they both got power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They both got speed. They both are pretty agile, big dudes. Like it's going to be, it's going to be something to watch though. I mean, but if I had to pick, I guess I'm gonna pick Drew. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Don't 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 want to pick the other guy because you know what happened last time. He beat me up so bad, bro. <laughs> oh, Ricochet, man. It's it's a great, great talk with you, man. Um, happy WrestleMania week. Hope you stay safe out there, stay quarantined, stay uh, practice social distance. And yes, uh, you know, I hope hope to catch you soon down the road, my friend. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Also, stay safe. Yes, sir. Don't get it. Don't be in these streets. Streets <laughs> closed, bro. My man, stay safe out there, bro. Take it easy. Later, man. And that's a wrap on the show. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kazim. That's K A Z E E M. And you can follow the page on Twitter. Say less with Kaz. That's S A Y L E S S W I T H K A Z. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud, all those places. Appreciate y'all listening. Leave a nice review, maybe a comment if it's nice enough. And I catch you next week or next day or however long we're doing this shit. But say less. Well.